Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. I want to talk briefly about reinvention. I had a conversation, uh, this is probably several years ago, You've heard me mention my friend Wayne Jacobson. He's the one of the masterminds behind uh, the Shack movie, and he's written, written a number of books, had a tremendous impact on me, and has just been a great friend. And I, I think I mentioned that he introduced me to another friend of his, and we've had uh, just a number of extraordinary conversations and I was reminded of one of them. In fact, I'm looking at the notes from that conversation because it really made quite an impression on me. And one of the ideas, and I cannot find that, but the idea communicated was basically that, especially for us men as we get older, there really is a sense in which we need to continue to reinvent ourselves. And, you know, I think it's safe to say this is not a not an exclusively male thing. But we have to be at a place where we are willing to reinvent ourselves and really kind of take on a different life. And this is a way of this is a way of us really being fully alive. And I, I think the way to characterize this is, you know, I've mentioned this before in a spiritual context of a series of death, burials, and resurrections. I And I want to be perfectly honest with you, I do not like change a lot of times. There are things, uh, particular grooves I get into with certain things, and if it's comfortable, I don't want to move. When there's uncertainty, I'm like, eh, I think I like it right where I am. And sometimes there are circumstances that have to kind of force us to make changes. So those words have stayed with me for quite a while. What am I talking about and why am I talking about this? Because there's a story here at the star of this broadcast I want to share with you because it really gets to the heart of where many of us need to be in this season of extraordinary change in our world. It's constantly changing. 
And rather than just complying and conforming and letting the winds of change blow us around, we've got to kind of take command and make decisions about who we're going to be and what we're going to do. I want to share a story with you from the Business Insider. I love this headline. Laid-off airline worker rejected an offer to return to her old job because it would be like going back to an ex. (laughs) I love this. This former Virgin Atlantic worker said she rejected an offer to get her old job back after being laid off. The company offered her a lower salary and inflexible shifts. Which is why she said, this would like be like returning to an ex. So here's what happened. The Virgin Atlantic airline worker, she was made redundant. In other words, we don't need you. <laughs> After working for five years, five years on Virgin Atlantic's customer service check-in desk at Heathrow Airport, London, Sonia Dillon was made redundant back in 2020. This was a time when many airlines were making cuts to the workforce because of the coronavirus and the negative impact it had on travel. (laughs) We're finding that out now, aren't we? Dylan told BBC News she thought Virgin Atlantic's redundancy policy at the time was unfair. The carrier disputed that to BBC News. Dylan said she refrained from putting her name down on the waiting list for a future job at the carrier. Well, at the start of this year, Virgin Atlantic contacted Dylan to see if she would accept her old job back. The company offered her a lower salary and less flexible shifts. I want you to listen to this next line. When I saw this, I thought to myself, this line really is like a buried lead. For those of you you non-journalists. A buried lead is when you have a very significant fact in a story and you've buried it way, way down in the story somewhere, it, it deserves much more prominent attention. Okay, are you ready for this? I want you to listen very closely to this next line I'm going to share with you because there's a lesson in this for all of us. All of us. You ready for it? At this point, she had already used the money from her redundancy, so she apparently received some severance here. She used the money to create a digital marketing agency. And here's the kicker. Her wage has jumped tenfold compared to her previous post at Virgin Atlantic. Tenfold! I'm going to step into her mind for a moment before this redundancy happened. She'd been there five years, and I wonder if she thought, well, you know, this is going to be my career. I'm going to stay here, stay comfortable. Until this thing probably hit her. She probably had no idea. A brighter future was right around the corner. Although, I'm sure this wasn't good news when she was let go. She could certainly see this as a blessing in disguise now. She said, I am not tempted in the slightest 
This would be like going back to an ex. Dylan said in the interview she declined Virgin Atlantic's offer because it's just not the same place as it once was and not a company where she sees her career growing. By the way, a spokesperson at Virgin Atlantic told Insider, the company made sure workers who took redundancy were treated with fairness and compassion, I'm sure. (laughs) Adding the process was lawful, went ahead after discussions with unions. As you know... This young lady has certainly gotten the best end of this deal. Here, she is making 10 times more than she made before. Virgin Atlantic, along with many other airlines, after cutting staff during the pandemic, now they're scrambling to fill the missing gaps in their labor force with summer travel demand soaring. The lack of staff has resulted in lost luggage, flight disruptions, and mayhem in airports. Congratulations. And this is part of what happens with Virgin Atlantic when you treat your workers like crap. This is what you get. (laughs) Stay with us, folks. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Back of the Vince Coakley Radio Program. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Now, we're going to talk about the real world, and then we're going to talk about the imaginary world of academia and insanity and stupidity. You want to experience the real world? Go to the grocery store. Go to the gas pump. I was just noticing that. I think 
was that yesterday or the day before I went and picked up a number of items? By the way, I got a great deal at the grocery store. And one thing, oh, I've got to give you a preview of this. A little bit later on, I'm a big fan of self-scanning. I love to scan my own stuff, no matter where I go. I do not like standing in line. I'm going to go straight, because most of the time, I just got a few items anyway. And I want to get my things and get the heck out of the store. That's me. I actually had a friend who, um, I think we had a handful of things, and he was very, uh, you know, even though uh, we would have to wait in a line, I was suggesting, hey, let's go scan. No, this, you know, this only encourages the worst of corporate America. I'm just rolling my eyes like you have got to be freaking kidding me. So we stand there and wait probably 10 plus minutes. Uh, That drives me up the wall. It really does. You know, corporate America, whatever. I mean, you can die on whatever hill you want to die on. (laughs) I am not standing in anybody's line. (laughs) It's just that simple. reason I bring that up, we have a pretty interesting story about the liability, the risk of scanning your own items. I did not have any idea what is going on. And there's something new that I noticed in my nearby grocery store that you may have noticed as well. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Here's some discouraging news. Inflation. 9.1% increase in June, even more than expected. Price pressures intensify, according to CNBC. Shoppers paying sharply higher prices for a variety of goods. Sharply higher prices. The Consumer Price Index, a broad measure of everyday goods and services, soared 9.1% from a year ago. The estimate... What was expected was 8.8%. Another month of the fastest pace for inflation going back to December. Guess when, ladies and gentlemen? 1981. This is horrible. Energy prices surging 7.5% on the month. Up 41% on a 12-month basis. Folks, this is just not sustainable. You know, it's pretty interesting to me that you have a president who's been out of shape and figuring out ways to do executive orders to help people kill their babies. But you hear nothing. Crickets, when it comes to doing anything that is going to ease the pressure in our households, from these higher energy costs, from inflation. Because you know, and I know, the truth of the matter is, these are the people who caused them, the politicians. They're definitely behind the inflation. And this administration is behind the gas prices, too, for complying with this ridiculously nonsensical Green energy garbage. 
And I've said plenty of times before, if this is what they want to do, fine. Go do it somewhere else. But to drag the nation into this nightmare unnecessarily. And for those who may not have understood or heard my position before on energy, I'm all for green energy. Let's make this a natural transition, an organic transition. Just like the transition from the horse and buggy to the car. You didn't have to put mandates on and demand that people stop riding horses. The new thing just made a place for itself. And I'm saying the same thing here. Let green energy make a place for itself. If you want to get rid of fossil fuels, let that process be organic. But no, this is something that has to be forced on everybody. This is a political nightmare. This texture says, we are so screwed, Vince. <laughs> My goodness. This texture says, Vince, we need to stop blaming Biden or the guy on the other side of the aisle for inflation. Government spending certain, certainly doesn't help. The root cause is the Federal Reserve. Why does the Fed have a target inflation rate of 2 to 3%? Why not zero? Once you research the answers to these questions... You will see how incredibly manipulated we are. Best, John Galt. (laughs) Clever. Very clever. See it again. If you understand this, what is going to be your next step? You get rid of the Federal Reserve. You start by doing an audit of the Fed. But again, nobody, at least nobody I'm hearing, is suggesting that we get to the heart of the matter like this, other than Rand Paul and Ron Paul. Said that before. Now, I told you we're going to have a conversation about the real world and the imaginary world. You know, one of the things that I find entertaining, it's maddening as well. See, when you're in academia, you have the luxury of spending all kinds of time talking about theory and coming up with really some of the dumbest ideas on the planet because they never really have to be tested in the real world. This is why you can use children as guinea pigs, as sources of experimentation, and there's really no consequence for you. I mean, this is how this works. It's just reality. Coming up, you're going to hear just one of the most bizarre exchanges that I've heard lately. But this is what happens in modern America. I really have no more words for it. You'll just have to hear it. Coming up, we've got new polling on who might control Congress and a warning from Senator Ted Cruz about an open border policy. It could be backfiring on the Democrats. That much more as we continue. Stay with us.
Over on the text line. Economists at the end of the table were arguing over whether the glass is half empty or half full while the family at the other end of the table is asking, what glass? (laughs) That's really good. I like that one. As you continue to blame Biden for inflation, can you also give the data on the profit earned by the companies that are charging more? So as a conservative, are you really saying you're okay with any president using an executive order to limit companies' profits? Sounds similar to socialism to me. When in the heck have I ever suggested a president using an executive order to do anything like that? That's pure nonsense. Let me just remind you what I have said about the inflation subject. Now, if I were stepping into this situation as a new president, let me tell you how I would quickly address both problems. Problem number one, this is a problem that is associated with government overspending and manipulation by the Federal Reserve. Here are the two things I'm proposing, that we begin an aggressive, and I do mean aggressive, process to cut the size of government and to immediately reduce the amount that we are spending. I'm also calling on Congress to pass an audit of the Fed. After which, I'm calling on the Congress to repeal the Federal Reserve Act. You want to deal with that issue in reality? That's how you get there. If you don't do those things, you're wasting everybody's time. By the way, on the energy subject, we will stop hamstringing our own energy companies in America who are attempting to provide supply. In other words, we're going to get the federal government out of the way. The restrictions, the moratoriums, the killed programs like the Keystone XL Pipeline will will immediately begin the process to get that restored. This is how you get the country going in the right direction. And if you want to do something theatrical, invite all the heads of the energy companies To the White House and ask the question, what is it that we need to do? What do we need to do to have an adequate supply of energy in this country? And I should say adequate and affordable energy. Just putting that out there, folks. So, we talked about the real world, where most of us live. We're paying for gasoline at higher prices, food and other things at higher prices. We're having supply chain issues. My dryer bit the dust. It's kind of funny the way I described it the other day to someone. The dryer failed. And I told someone that I had a repair person come come over to look at it. And I was thinking, great. It's got to replace something, probably replace the motor, 
And we're back in business. But it turns out my repair person turned into a corner. He basically declared my dryer was dead. So I had to get another one. It's pretty interesting how many of the models as I was walking through at the store are not available. Supply chain issues. Some of these things are on back order for months. Any case, are you ready to uh, hear a little bit of insanity? Well, let's listen to this. So, there was a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on abortion. Surprise, surprise. And progressive media sites, they're having a field day playing this clip over and over again. Because they think that... Senator Josh Hawley, I love this guy, by the way. He's really sharp. They think that he got schooled. Well, he got schooled all right. Frankly, and how idiotic people are. Now, the person you are listening to here is Berkeley Law Professor Kiara Bridges. This woman is cuckoo. Uh, I, I, there's just no other way to put it. If you don't believe me, just listen to this exchange in a conversation that uh, led to Josh Hawley being accused of transphobia. Listen up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important Because of my line of questioning? Because so we can't talk about it? Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist I'm denying dangerous. that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think women can <laughs> so get pregnant. So you're denying that trans people exist? Like and that leads to violence? Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you? Absolutely. Or are they also treated like this? Where no, no, no. They're, they're told that to they're at opening up people to oh, violence We have a good time questioning. in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow. I, I would learn a lot. I've learned a you, lot just I know. this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think, Bernie? Are you listening to this? Oh, Vince. Have you heard such nonsense? Mm, that was tough. Tough to listen to. <laughs> this is crazy. People with a capacity to give birth. Will those be women? <laughs> you know, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this after the break. I, I my goodness. And this is what you are paying tens of thousands of dollars for right now in higher education for morons 
like this to teach your children. These people are religious fanatics. You need to understand that. Religious fanatics. We'll talk more about it coming up. Oh my goodness, this text line. We start here. Please tell me that lady's black, because after Herschel Walker and the White House speaker, Ms. Pierre, I just can't take it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Vince, I'm on board with her just as soon as a man can pass a baby through his penis. Exactly. I wonder what this Berkeley professor's response would be. If I were to use her arguments regarding gender about race or ethnicity, who knows? Notice how Democrats using black people like that woman to go on and just say nonsense. Yep. That woman needs to be in a padded room with a straight jacket on. (laughs) This texture's right on. Vince, the reason a high number of trans people attempt suicide, they still aren't happy after the transition that everyone around them told them would make them happy. Nothing and no one on earth can make them happy. Jesus is the only way to fill that void. Tim, you are so right. You know, and I just want to say again, and I think this is necessary to say, unfortunately, Professing Christian people over who knows what period of time, unfortunately, have communicated anything from indifference to just downright ugliness to people wrestling with gender, sexual identity, whatever it is. And it saddens me that that's happened. My heart goes out to these people. Especially this transgender subject, I, I, don't, I don't claim to have the answers. I, I really don't. But I do know enough to know that a number of people who have these surgeries, they regret them later. And I repeat what I've said before, a good part of the time, the issues affecting many of these communities are internal. They're not external. And no, it has nothing to do with people being suicidal and has nothing to do with people being killed and all this other stuff. I mean, are there situations where people kill someone over this? Absolutely. People are killed for being black, for being Asian, for being white, for being female. I, I, just, I just think there is such overheated rhetoric on this. That if you just don't use the right kind of language, you don't say this the way we think you ought to say it. You're transphobic. You're homophobic. You're this phobic. Shut the hell up and start talking with people and asking questions about their beliefs rather than assuming that everything is about fear because it's not. 
It shows that you are a pinhead and you have little ability to think and creatively understand nuance. Heard that word before? Nuance. Because there are many reasons why people have objections to transgender, homosexual, and many other things. And to label them this phobic or that phobic or whatever, it does not aid in communication and relationship at all. Again, ask people questions. Get to know them. And this goes both ways. If you're a so-called evangelical, don't draw assumptions about gays, lesbians, transgenders, whatever. Get to know people. Ask them individual questions. Now, if you don't care, that's another problem. (laughs) Because I tend to think that's the biggest problem in our society right now. Indifference. Because we're worshiping the altar of me. Anyway. Vince, these people don't need someone to tell them they're stupid or wrong. They just need someone to listen. Then in turn, they will give you the same ear. Yep. And I want you to understand, I'm not calling, I am not calling transgender people morons. I'm not. Or any other group. I'm calling politicians, bureaucrats, and activists who are trying to get us to believe and follow this nonsense. That's who I'm speaking to. If that's who you are, And you're offended? Too bad. I will never drink this Kool-Aid. Never. I just want that understood. It's one thing to love people around you. It's another thing. To buy into this totalitarian idea that whatever fad comes along today of what you think I ought to call this person or that person or whatever... And this becomes what amounts to law. The way this is happening in workplaces now. And like I said, these are the folks educating your children. Do not forget that. So much to get to on the broadcast. We've got a new poll on the control of Congress. Ted Cruz saying that border policies are backfiring on the Democrats. We will hear what he has to say about this. And First Lady Joe Biden has to apologize after something she said that may have come across as racist. Another example of somebody who's just profoundly out of touch. This couple just needs to go away together somewhere, preferably another country. (laughs) Our number two is straight ahead. Stay with us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.